Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back here on the Ticket Water Cooler. As uh, Happy Wednesday to everybody out there. A uh, few storylines to go through in sports. Not a busy day for Nebraska storylines. Uh, but uh, we'll still get to some Nebraska stuff in here about the 1998 team. We're going back in time uh, here in the next segment. But before we get to that, let's run through some of the national headlines that are still going around. How about uh, NCAA March Madness type of action, NCAA basketball anyway. Oscar Shibway, the uh, is planning on returning for Kentucky, uh, projected to be a second-round pick. He was the consensus men's basketball national player of the year. He'll be the first wooden award winner since North Carolina's Tyler Hansborough in 2008 to return to college. That's awesome. I love it. I love when the guys return. Yeah. If the NBA is going to be disrespectful and say that you're a second-round draft pick, <laughs> screw it. You know how I feel about that, Bach. Yeah. I, I, again, I'm not an NBA scout. I'm not saying that I should be. But the fact that just because this kid is 22 compared to 18, we're not going to draft him in the first round. Are you kidding me? Do you know how many first-round busts there are in the NBA? Well, I think it's, again, part of his uh, lack of ability with a lot of the dominant big men in college basketball. The lack of ability to stretch the floor Boo. is what's going to hurt Oscar Shibway again. Boo. It's not stopping Kofi Coburn, though. He decided, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and try my uh, shot at the NBA. I don't know if he'll get Take drafted. Him. Which is insane to me. Out of Would you all, draft him? Out of all these clowns that you're drafting in the NBA, there are more <laughs> guys in the first round that are going to be busts that are going to be productive NBA players. Happens every single year. Get, give me a shot with Kofi Coburn. The guy will give you 10 solid minutes off the bench. If anything else, he's got six fouls. That's not what you draft players for, actually. What do you draft them for, then? Upside, potential, hope that they'll turn into something. and hope. How'd that work out? You know who the Pacers took a few years back in the first round? TJ Leaf. Okay? (laughs) I'll take Kofi Coburn any day of the week over that bum. I'm not sure you would. You think that that Coburn's game translates to the NBA at all? I mean, he's... An old school big, and I don't even know if he would even, you know, back in the day would have been a dominant center. He would have found a starting spot, you know, a spot in the league. But I know he's got his issues. He was a good player in college. Great college player, First team All-American. The dude plays hard. He'll put a body on somebody. Look, I'm not saying I'd take him over (laughs) Chet Holmgren, but if I'm having someone that has to guard Joel Embiid night in and night out, again, I don't know what team he's going to go to, I'd take him over Chet Holmgren. Put that kid down in the post and tell him to guard Nikola Jokic, DeAndre Ayton, or Joel Embiid. And watch him get bullied. Well, it's not, you know, he's going to have to bulk up for that. And that happens with a bulk lot of up. these kids come, coming to the league yet. pretty quickly. Hasn't happened But yet. a lot of these kids coming in, that's, that's what makes Ant Edwards special. Is he's got an NBA body. He's go, he's like, yeah. put him in the league, he's ready to bang. Absolutely. But there's not a whole lot of kids that do that. That's part of the potential and growth that you expect from these kids over the years. Um, I'm, I'm happy because I, I was just, I was hoping to see Kofi Coburn return is the only problem I have with it. It's great that Sheway returns, and that's good for the SEC in Kentucky. In, in, in college basketball as a whole, oh, absolutely, um, absolutely, yeah, there, there's no doubt about it. Um, but it would just, I, it, I was hoping that that would return to the Big Ten. So we'll see if guys like Trace Jackson Davis decide to return these It'll guys that just can't stretch the floor and, and aren't much of prospects at the next level as much as Nick hates it. Um, they, you know, that, that's a big part of the game these days in in, in basketball at the NBA level, um, and. 
it's it's kind of different at college and i and i think that college is you know college basketball is going to be kind of the land of the bigs where you have these guys um that don't necessarily project too well and that they'll stick around yeah Yeah, and and but they'll you know with nil that's part of the idea i heard rico say it earlier is that she might have be worth two million dollars in lexington kentucky when he's you know coming off national player of the year yeah um that's a you know crazy place for college basketball might be preseason number one oh yeah 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 so it'll be huge for for them and uh for what it's worth, Paulo Benchero declared for the, the draft today. We kind of could see that coming. He's a top five pick type. Um, and uh, uh, so we'll kind of see how, how some of that other stuff plays out. Nebraska, obviously, still trying to fill their roster and still got some decisions to make there. So we'll kind of uh, keep pace with that. But I like f- following college basketball headlines. It seems like of all the sports, it seems like it gets the least off-season attention, wouldn't you say? I would say so. Um, the transfer portals obviously change that. But right. like you said, Bach – some of your best players are, are normally your best players. You have the Zions and the R.J. Barrett. They're the best player in college basketball. They're projected to be the top picks in the NBA draft. A lot of the time, to your point, your best players in college basketball, I mean, those are your two All-Americans, Kofi Coburn and, and Shibwe. Yeah. And and you're staying another year, or in Kofi Coburn's Casey's leaving, probably going to be a second-round pick, might be in the G League. Trace Jackson Davis, another example. Those are your guys, they're not going to be playing in the NBA. And I love to see them stay in college. Again, if you're going to be disrespected, especially with NIL, that's a great point. Stay in college. Get your education. Get paid in school if NBA teams are going to do this to you. Yeah, and it's still, it's still, you know, it's not always just now NIL is here to save the day because there are, like I said, um, it, you know, they're, they're different guys. And you can see with the UCLA team, Johnny Juzang, he's off to the pros. Jaime Hakez says, I'm going to stick around. So yeah. uh, we'll kind of see how it plays out. It's, and it's always interesting. Those guys, you know, even if it is a Johnny Juzang and he's not projected to be a top pick, um, they're hoping that they are the Jalen Brunson. They have to believe in themselves. They're going to yeah. be the guy that's the great college player, overlooked for different reasons and can Which turn happens. out in the NBA. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have Nick from the happy hour over here. How's it going, Nick? Good. Um, I have breaking news for you guys. Breaking. Let's hear it. Dun, dun, dun. Husker football, defensive end. Yes. Oh, Sean Mathis? No. Okay. Oh, I just got really excited. <laughs> Casey Rogers. Yikes. Portal. Oh, my. Yikes. Yeah. Not good. That is not good. Um. So a, a wow. defensive line front seven room group uh, that has a lot of questions and a lot of uh, just... Questions on where production's going to come from takes a hit. That's a huge and, hit. And he was a guy that he, he he struggled to stay healthy last year. He did. Um, and that was, I mean, he was expected to have a big year last year. Started off the season a little banged up. Just didn't get to see a lot of significant or consistent playing time. And uh, with, yeah. And just the movement like, on the defensive line, that would have changed this year, obviously. Yes. Um, but I will say this, like, add it to the list of um, worries that, Personally, I have. I don't know about you guys. With just the defense in general, yeah. Like, th- there's there's a lot of new things going to be on that defensive side of the ball, and, and like last year, we were we were treated, unfortunately, that there was a lot of old guys with experience, whether it was in the secondary, whether it was up front, and and I'm I'm we saw kind of what the defensive line looked like without Damian Daniels. Now I understand Casey Rogers isn't going to play there. We saw what it was like looking like against Iowa, which is your you know, Big Ten team to the T. Yeah, that's the ground. And so it's like, you know, it's something to, to watch for in, in, a, in a group that did not get a lot of pressure last year. So talk about a, a need and go into the portal yeah. and try to re-recruit well, Casey Rogers. O'Sha- O'Shawn Mathis just became he was already huge. Yeah, huge. 
Now he just became about three more notches higher. And he's still, I mean, they're still incredibly thin, minus Casey Rogers exactly. if they get O'Shawn Mathis. Well, they were already thin with Casey Rogers and if they got O'Shawn right. Mathis. They still need like, bodies. Like, at the end of the day, yeah, they just need bodies. This is, um, this is not where they could take a hit. Yeah. Do you it's, think that's any type of indication that maybe O'Shawn Mathis is more likely to come? Like, is this one of those they know more than we do? Well, I, it, it I, could like, be. Here's, it could be. You're right, Nate, but like... Like Bach and I were just saying, it's not great because um, th- it would have been nice to have Casey Rogers and O'Shawn yeah. Mathis. Right. I don't ne- think Nebraska, O'Shawn, no, Nebraska, right. Nebraska needs O'Shawn Mathis yeah. and Casey Rogers. I don't think O'Shawn would necessarily take Casey's spot if if that's you know the indication that you know that he'd be getting frustrated and want to go to the portal. I don't think that that was happening. There is the the injury situation, like you said, maybe. That's not coming along as well, so maybe we're kind of thinking pre-injury, Casey Rogers, or any of that. Um, you know, you you mentioned the defense and and that being a concern, and and I and I can see that. To me, this is just further concern about my biggest concerns is on both sides of mm-hmm. the line. Oh well, that's exactly. If, yeah. if we could all agree that the two rooms that Nebraska could not afford to take a hit were defensive line yeah. and offensive line. And in, in this conference, you got no exactly. shot if those are your weaknesses. Well, geez, we saw what happened when, like I said, Damian Daniels last year was not playing with Iowa or versus Iowa. We saw how the Iowa's ability to just run the ball against Nebraska's you know front seven. So um, that was already a concern. Like Nash, there's a lot of potential there. There's a lot yeah. of things to be excited about with a lot of players on this team. How unfortunately just hasn't panned out more times than not. And I was excited about him. He, like like yeah. you said, he was injured last year, but he, he really flashed a lot of potential, kind of a uh, really looked good next to Ty Robinson when they when they could get to get on that same line. Um, it wasn't necessarily, like when you talked about the defensive line, it wasn't necessarily the top three guys, right? Because you throw Nash Hutmacher in there. It, it's like, okay, they, they've got starters. They just need depth. Yeah. Now now you're just down, and, and Nash is, is like a tie goes to the runner to begin with because he doesn't have a whole lot well, of experience, well, but he just geez, looks the part. It's, but. it's that, but now it's... Who else are you going to put out there? Yeah. Like, we're getting to that at some positions just throughout the whole entire team. Well, he, let me ask you this, too. Is, it, this is a lot, of, a lot of the time we don't really talk about this, is the why. Like, you, Ooh, you're, yeah. you're, you're going to get playing time. By all indications from what we've heard is if you're a starter on Nebraska, you're getting some type of NIL money, benefits, something. You're going to be one of, if not the best player on the defensive line. Yeah. What what is your reasoning? You you've been here for three years already, mm-hmm. and and you're just jumping ship. And there's a comment on Twitter. It's so it's not about playing time or nil money. It's almost as if maybe he wants to win games. That could be. Is, is that becoming a factor? Because well, again, geez, a, a yeah. player like him, since he's been at Nebraska, he's never been to a bowl game. And and I know nope, bowl nope. games so don't matter, now, but is that a factor? Now we're at the point where we always talked about how JoJo was the last guy to ever be on a bowl game or to be at a bowl game. Now that's done. Like nobody on Nebraska's roster, unless you've transferred in, has been to a bowl game, has seen postseason success, or or I guess you could fa- be failure if you lose the bowl game. But um, yeah, it's it's de- definitely it's like, it definitely why? stinks. And like here's here's another thing, guys. Um, that I just kind of thought of, and we can run with it if you want to. They don't have Tony Tuioti there anymore, and they now now it's Mike Mike Dawson doing double duty. So, yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe it was something like that. They don't like, even have a defensive line coach. No, that's not no. even in his title. That that's that could be a, a problem. Yeah. So like, there's there's a lot here. I did not think about that right when I came in. I just thought right. about how Tony Tuioti's not there. 
Um, took Jordan Riley with him to Oregon. Maybe that's took, where Casey's going. That, oh, man. That, and, and, and it stinks. Jordan, Jordan Riley was a guy I liked. I liked yeah. Jordan Riley a lot. Um, you just think about what they could have had on that defensive line, and it's like yeah. just like too deep at well, this point compared to what they have now. Here's another question. like, Does it sting even more knowing that DeAndre Thomas could have come back for another year. Oh, yeah. Damian Daniels could have come back for another year. Jordan Riley and Casey Rogers. That's four that you would feel good about throwing out there. Now you're down to to one with playing time. Yeah, it, it's, de- it's definitely it definitely stings a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll see uh, what happens. Dusty asks Buck. I know you know the answer to this. When is Mathis deciding? Didn't you say the end of the month? End of the month. He didn't give a certain date, but and he said by the end. It's of between month. Texas and Nebraska. Yeah, all indications. I mean, it, it's got to be. Yeah, yeah. this man. It's there's a lot of uh, transfers. Texas is hot right now on on the, the recruiting trail. Yeah. Brian Munson. We talked to Brian Munson though, and he likes our chances. Yeah. So. Yeah, he, he follows it closely, and he likes their chances. So, my goodness, well, we're gonna punt on 1998 Nebraska. Why don't we talk about that tomorrow? We'll come back and, and talk more about Casey Rogers and his decision to enter the transfer portal. Like I said, maybe you just need to go re-recruit. I'm not sure what's going on there, uh, but we'll break it down even more coming up next here on the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket.